Hallelujah. This wonderful morning, I want to tell you about a story from the Bible. And this is at a time when Jesus was on this planet. And he's, he's at a place called Jericho. And the Bible talks about this particular situation at Jericho in the book of Luke, the 19th chapter. And I'm going to read directly from the word of God from the first verse onwards. Luke 19, the first, the first verse onwards. And then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. So you see, Jesus is in this, he's entered the city called Jericho and he's passing through it. And of course, now everyone knows who Jesus is. So there's always a crowd. There are crowds following him. There are crowds getting, there are people getting healed by Jesus. Now everyone knows who Jesus is and he's at Jericho. And there's this tax collector called Zacchaeus who wants to see him as he's pass passing by. And the Bible says he's a chief tax collector. And the Bible even says he was rich. You know, tax collectors at, at those times were rich people. And it also says that he was of short stature, which means he must have been a smaller person. And he couldn't see Jesus over the crowds that had gathered. And he climbs up a sycamore tree. Now, sycamore tree is a relatively strong tree with a nice large bark and thick branches. So it normally has a conical shape at the crown. Most of us have seen it in most movies, but you don't know that's a sycamore tree. So it's a strong, sturdy tree. And he climbs up that tree. He's a chief tax collector. But he wants to see Jesus and he climbs up that tree on the way that Jesus is passing just to see him. And then something amazing happens. And I'm reading directly from the book of Luke, the 19th chapter, the fifth verse onwards now. And it so happens that Jesus was passing that place and which is why he chose that particular tree to climb up so that he could see Jesus passing by. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. <laughs> so the Bible says he made haste and he came down and received him joyfully. Now, oh, hallelujah. How amazing is this? Jesus wants to chill with Zacchaeus. You know, I want to tell you this, that uh, when we were in Sunday school, now Sunday school is the place when, you know, you go to church and they separate the adults from the uh, the children and they take the children and they, you know, teach them Bible stories. And there, was, there used to be this song about Zacchaeus. And it's, uh, you know, it goes like this, Zacchaeus, you come down. 
Uh, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Lord passed by that way, he said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm coming for your house, coming to your house for tea. And uh, you know, since that's something you've learned when you're a child, I always thought that Jesus went to have tea in Zacchaeus's house. But the scripture says he goes to his house to stay. And this is amazing because Zacchaeus just wants to see Jesus. It doesn't mention him before this, it doesn't mention him after this. It just mentions him as a chief tax collector. And he was a rich person. And he wanted to see Jesus so much. And being of short stature, unable to see him through the crowd, he climbed up a tree. And Jesus comes there and says, come down, make haste. I'm coming to your house to stay. And he quickly comes down and he receives Jesus joyfully. But you know, while all of this is going on, the crowds are all murmuring to each other. And when they saw what Jesus said, they all complained saying, he's gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. So basically, Zacchaeus was not looked at, looked upon as a nice person. He was a chief tax collector. And looked upon as a sinner. And the crowd is all, you know, discussing among themselves, Jesus is going to a sinner's home. He wants to be a guest with a man who's a sinner. And let me tell you what happens when Jesus is at Zacchaeus' home. When he's there, Zacchaeus stands up in front of everyone and he says, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. So something clicked in Zacchaeus when Jesus walked into his home. Oh, come on. Of course, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And basically, at that day, Zacchaeus changes and he says, I give half of everything that I have to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone wrongly, I will give it back to them fourfold. And listen to what Jesus says. Luke 19, the ninth verse says, And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. The Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. What a beautiful experience this would have been for Zacchaeus. A life-changing experience. For those of you who know Jesus, he's life-changing, isn't he? He's beautiful. And as I said, what an experience for Zacchaeus. I mean, that was his job. He was the chief tax collector. He did what he had to do. But the day Jesus walked into his home, he changes. And he decides to give away half his wealth. And also decides that if anyone had 
I had taken anything from anyone wrongly, I will give it back to them fourfold. But I want to tell you something this morning and this day. Everyone around has this question about why Jesus went to a sinner's home. And that was actually the topic of discussion. Why did he go to a sinner's home? He's gone to a tax collector's home. Those guys are the worst. Why would he go there? And let me tell you of an instance when Jesus actually answers a similar question asked by the Pharisees and the scribes. When they had asked of why Jesus likes to eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners. And this is the exact words used from the word of God. The Pharisees and the scribes always question Jesus on things. And there's this time when he's, they actually question him on why he likes to eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners. And here's Jesus' answer from the book of Luke, the fifth chapter, the 31st verse, verse. Jesus answered and said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but instead those who are sick. I have not, call, I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. What a beautiful, beautiful answer from Jesus. Luke 5.31, Jesus answered and said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but instead those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Oh, hallelujah. Well, let me tell you what that means for you and me. Oh, you know what that means. And in case you don't, I'm going to call it out to you this morning. Jesus came on this planet for you and for me. Oh, yes. He came on this planet for you and for me. Oh, come on now. Don't tell me that you are that pure person who's sinless. No, no, don't tell me that. Because I don't know about you, but the Bible says that we are all born into sin. Since we are born of the flesh, we are born into sin on this planet. That means the moment you enter this planet, you were born into sin. It's an unfortunate thing, but it's the way it is. And Jesus didn't come for the righteous. He came for the sinners. Oh, and that's not a bad word. That's not a bad thing. That's just how beautiful Jesus is. He came on this planet for you and for me. And for everyone who's hearing this this morning, Jesus came for you. Jesus loves you. And he came into this planet to die on a cross just for you. And we were lost. But now we are found by our Father just because of what Jesus has done on that cross. Hallelujah. And as I told you, I'm not the person calling you a sinner. I'm not saying you're a sinner. That's a word I don't like to use. Romans 3rd, uh, chapter 23rd verse says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. 
it's in the word of god it's not me i told you i'm not the one calling you anything i'm just telling you what jesus clarified every time he was questioned he clarified that i've not come for the righteous have come for the sinners that's you and me because we were born into sin for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and listen to what it says after being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is christ jesus oh amen hallelujah for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is christ jesus you see we have all sinned being born in sin but oh beautiful jesus beautiful jesus wonderful savior he redeems us through the cross and today when you accept jesus as your one and true savior when you believe in his name you receive his grace freely and now you live in his grace you don't live in any other way and i want to tell you this morning and most of you even know the scripture i actually have a very short word this morning but it's important it's for someone here john 316 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved hallelujah this beautiful morning i'm here to tell somebody on this platform in case you didn't know it god loves you in case you didn't know it jesus loves you and the world might call you whatever it is that they want to call you and the world might condemn you and the world might give you names and the world might say this person is not a good person and he or she does not do the right things but i want to tell you something oh he came on this planet to get onto a cross to give up his life just for you and that's the good news this morning and you understand it you understand it this beautiful morning and that's the beauty of somebody who loves you so unconditionally that he just came down on the planet for you and you should know that this beautiful morning or oh, don't go by how the world sees you the world will always see you with a black spot and the world will always reject you for whatever reason but jesus he loves you unconditionally jesus loves you unconditionally there's no condition no condition it does not matter what you did in whichever you it does not matter what little deep dark secret you have in that small little box which you've locked and you've thrown into the sea oh jesus knows it and that's why he came for you i've not come from the righteous but i've come for the sinners the people who are well don't need a doctor the ones who are unwell need the doctor oh hallelujah what beautiful answer by jesus and i want to tell you once again this morning for those of you who haven't have an ounce of doubt jesus loves you and he came down on this planet for you only because he loves you it's a very heavy price to pay he redeemed you he's purchased you go uh, go to the oxford dictionary and read the meaning of the word redeemed it's a very deep word 
Go read the word, uh, meaning of the word purchased. It's a very deep word. And put these together and know fully well that Jesus went on that cross. He climbed on the cross willingly for you and me. And he redeemed you. He's purchased you. And he's purchased you not with a price of coins, not with a bag of gold. He's purchased you with this precious bl blood that was shed on that cross. Well, that's a very heavy price to pay. Nobody on this planet will pay that price for you. Most people won't even put a price on your head. But Jesus loves you. I'm here to just tell you this, this beautiful morning, that Jesus loves you. And he came down for you and for me. And he went on the cross willingly, knowingly, because he has unconditional love for you. Hallelujah. John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill and to destroy. But I have come. But I have come. That they may have life. And they may have it more abundantly. Amen. Hallelujah. Dear Lord, I thank you for this wonderful word, Lord. I thank you for your double-edged sword that does not go back until it has achieved what it has been set out for. Lord. I thank you, Lord, this beautiful morning for your love. I thank you, Lord, for this, for this beautiful day that you have given us. And we will rejoice and be glad in it because you, Lord, you, beautiful Savior, Glorious Father, have redeemed us on that cross. We give you glory and honor this beautiful morning, Lord, for what you have done on that cross for us. And we are your children, Lord. And we live in your grace. And we thank you, Lord, that because of you, we have a life and we will live it more abundantly in your name. Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. Thank you once again for that cross. And thank you for the love, Lord, that you've shed for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love that's on this platform this beautiful morning. And that's in everyone's home, Lord. I thank you for the understanding that's changed people, people's hearts to know fully well, Lord, that you love them. Thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs>